My life is like a browser with 25 open tabs. I have kind of a constantly plugged in thing. Any interruption could jeopardize the whole operation. So I got my internet service from AT&T. Because their customers rated their service number one in reliability over cable. For $40 a month, I can get up to 100 megabits per second internet, so I can stay up to date on the latest stuff going on in my world. It's soothing to know AT&T internet is rated number one in reliability over cable. It helps me maintain my low-stress thing. AT&T internet customers rank their service number one in reliability over cable. Switch and get up to 100 megabits per second for $40 a month. Limited availability may not be available in your area. Check eligibility at att.com slash internet. AT&T. More for your thing. That's our thing. New approved customers only. Includes internet plans 10 to 100 megabits per second. Early termination fee and other charges and restrictions apply. Speeds not guaranteed and may vary. Claim based on 2018 ACSI survey of customers rating their own internet provider's performance and reliability of speed and service consistency. To Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show, with your host, Kinte and Shannon. This program hosts a weekly panel of men and women who discuss topics such as dating, the workplace, family, spirituality, cheating, and of course, sex. Monday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, this show is simulcasted live audio and video between the website IndieRadio.org and YouTube, which allows listeners all over the world to gather together to tackle challenging relationship issues. And now here is your host, Shannon and Kinte. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here with you fine people tonight. Uh, We have a great episode for you. And uh, Mm -hmm. of course, we want you guys to participate. If you are watching us live on the YouTube, uh oh, if we're watching you, if you're watching us live on YouTube, uh, there is a chat on the right side, just where it says "Say something." Let us know that you're here. I see Olaf. Uh, I see Dre and Shannon is in it. There's more people on there. Let us know that you're here. <coughs> Excuse me. We're also uh, in Get Vocal as well. So those who are in Get Vocal, I will try to remember to switch back. And actually, let me move this over so I can see it in another screen. I see Cam in there as well as Stephanie, um, as well. All right, so let me introduce my co-host. This young lady, uh, she's been my co-host. Get it's getting close to a year now. I gotta actually look and see when you actually was a the co-host. So September. That, was it September? September, I think eighth or ninth, maybe. All right, so we'll have to have a, a year uh, party when that comes around. But uh, it is the one and yeah, only. Yes. The, oh, there she goes. Oh, you're in here twice. Uh-oh. Let me see if I eject that yes. one. Okay, I ejected that one. Okay, uh, Shannon, how you doing, Shannon? I am great. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm excellent, and I'm glad that you are here. How was your weekend? Um, I worked, <laughs> but it was good. All right, okay. <laughs> and I have to work tonight, so after this show, I'm going to work. All right, you be working. All right, that's why you. That's why you make the big dough. All right, Not so. Really. Okay. <laughs> Let's introduce the ladies, uh, and I'm going to start off with this lady. She's been on the show a couple of times this year. I'm so glad to know her. She's a podcaster herself. It's the one and only Tracy. How are you doing, Tracy? I'm fine. How's everybody doing? Excellent. Hey, Tracy. Hey. 
Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I'm so glad that you are here. And I'm I am glad to be here. Yeah, I'm really Me interested too. in your take tonight on the topic. So thank you for being here. You're welcome. And this young lady, this next young lady, uh, anyone knows I'm a big admirer of this lady. Uh, she's mm-hmm. a podcaster. She's a life coach. This young lady just does it all. Of course, she always has the, the fresh rap at all, always. It's the one and only Ava Laura. How you doing, Ava Laura? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm glad you. I can finally be seen now <laughs> so you can see the rap. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm glad that you are here and glad that you are seen. So thank you. Actually, she's the, uh, what inspired this conversation. So I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later, uh, why she inspired awesome. it. All right, so let's get to the fellas. And you know what? I will throw it over to Shannon and uh, let her introduce the fellas. Okay. Well, um, we'll start with um, the philosopher, I like to call him. He's always got some good sage advice. None other than Brooklyn Taylor. How are you, sir? Great. How are you? How's everyone? Good, Brooklyn. Awesome. I, I, I feel like I owe you uh, a royalty check because I, I forgot that you were in our little crawl in the beginning. So uh, I used your uh, image from the one of the shows you were on. So appreciate it. Yeah, the royal the royalty check is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, sir. Look, well, I want a part of that check. Um, <laughs> next, we have um, one of my good friends. Um, he's a musician, a poet, um, singer. <laughs> Look, he does everything. Uh, everything. Um, Anthony. Anthony Q. Austin. How are you? You've got the junior. Um, that's also important since you're going to call him my entire government. Other than that, I'm doing wonderfully. All right. Anthony. <laughs> Last but not least, um, we have a jack of all trades. He is an author, teacher, parent, single dad, student, um, blogger, podcaster, Andre D. Harrison. How are you, sir? I do way too much. I need to start cutting things off off my. Yeah, yeah. When you say that, I get to, I do way too much. I'm I'm cutting things out. But hi, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> It is my pleasure, my pleasure to be with you guys to talk about this topic today. Good. Back to you, Kente. Yeah, you know, you're, um, is it me or the lower thirds look like it's, uh, his lower thirds is the other. Your first, it sure does. Let me see if I can fix that. Thank you for letting me know. All right. So tonight's episode is about dating and specifically in 2019. And one of the, the, the reason why I got the idea, I mean, I've always been wanting Dating is obviously a major thing that comes back on the show many times. And the reason why I wanted to do this show specifically was a conversation I had with Ava Laura. Now, um, I'm not, I don't think I'm be talking out of turn, but um, Ava Laura um, has recently become single, um, single as in not married. And um, we had an interesting conversation with that. That's been like uh, for her. And she's enjoyed some things that a lot of women uh, complain about. Uh, I mean, is that uh, one of her issues was she's getting too much commitment 
from guys, <laughs> whereas uh, other women are trying to get commitment. Uh, Sister Ava Laura, everybody wants to commit. Like after 20 <laughs> seconds of knowing her, it's like, can I just marry you? Can I? Th-? They're throwing rings at her and everything. And she's like, man, this is just all this commitment. She's getting drowned in commitment. And um, which I, is very interesting. And uh, so we had an interesting conversation about that and some other th- aspects of dating. And I wanted to uh, to uh, talk to her on this show about it. Um, and maybe she can spill some secrets to uh, what uh, what she does. Or, uh, you know, is she like is she, you know, you know, tickling the teacups or something uh, <laughs> to get these guys. Uh, so on the Ava Laura train. So. Uh, you know, so that was what made me want to do this show. So I said, when we do it, I want to have you on and talk about some of those things that we we were talking about. But um, so uh, going to our, I'm gonna go to our co-host first. Um, you've been single for for a while now, right? Dang. What about <laughs> well, yeah, we've been, you you've been single for a while. I been, I've been single almost five years. Right. And you haven't necessarily been doing a lot of dating. Um, a lot of it's because of location, right? The date. Mm-hmm. What's the date? What is that? Yes. <laughs> so um, you hear a lot from men and women about the issues with dating nowadays, especially with social media, the dating apps and whatnot. Um, so I think a good question to start off with you is, you haven't dated mainly it's been your choice right not to date mm-hmm. uh i would like to date mm-hmm. my options have been slim picking mm-hmm. so when you say that your options have been slim pickings is it because um you just there's not a lot of desirable guys where you live is it because the guy you know um you have uh, you know very high expectations and no one seems to meet it i mean what are some of the reasons why you haven't dated as much I feel like i'm stroking a broken record i think i've said this one too many times but i'll say it again um i think it's location for me um i don't think my expectations are too high i mean yes i have standards um but i don't think they're too high um they're more character things than anything um which i guess in 2019, that might be too high. Some people need to check their character, but that's not my problem. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's where I'm at because I'm currently in the Florida Keys, and what I'm attracted to is not here. Mm. Mm. I, I wonder if that is that something that's uh, the same on the panel. Uh, I know Atlanta, um, in Atlanta, uh, I can only imagine Anthony must be drowning in prospects. Uh, are, are you, do you find that, uh, we'll go to you first, Anthony. Do you find that there's a lot of prospects there and you, you're just going through it like Netflix movies or, or do you find that it, maybe I'm, I'm talking out of turn. Maybe there isn't. You know what? I think Netflix is a, an appropriate analogy, um, because Netflix, you got those really good movies that are on there, but you got a lot of fluff that's also on Netflix that you look at the previews and it's like yeah that doesn't look like it's going to be good at all so i'll pass or but you have those that are um 
that may not look as great, but then you're pleasantly surprised because once you play it, I give it a chance, and it's like, oh, okay, this is actually pretty interesting. You know, the production value wasn't, you know, the greatest, but it was worth a shot. Um, but as far as swimming in, I mean, they say the ratio is pretty high, 20-something to, to, to one or whatever the case is, but you got to look at quality versus quantity. So I wouldn't say that the options are just limitless. There are definitely a lot of limitations and also – um, some of these, you know, ladies aren't all the way ladies here in Atlanta. So that all. <laughs> now, I believe Brooklyn and Avalor are in the same region, right? Uh, Brooklyn, you're in the DC yeah, DMV. You're right. And so, oh, okay. Right. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm go to you, Avalor, because I definitely want to get in there. But uh, you, Brooklyn, as a uh, you're single, right? Yes. So uh, what is the prospects like where you're at? Um, and, <laughs> you know, Ooh, that's, like, that's telling the issue is that I don't live in um, I don't live in D.C. proper I live way deep in the suburbs of Maryland what so, part of Maryland like, I live down by Solomon's Island which is oh that's yeah no it's the bottom <laughs> You know, uh, but, you know, I've been dating a woman in Virginia for a while, and that's, it takes a while to get up there. Um, so unless you're in, if you're in D.C. proper or in like Silver yes. Spring or somewhere like that, then there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of options and opportunity and everything like that. But, um, you know, I, it's, it is what it is, you know. There are a lot of great people in um, in DC and Maryland and in Northern Virginia, but you have to you have to get out. You have to after work, you know, after working all week or working all day, you know, you have to put yourself out there and explore, and that's how you you know meet people. Well, it's 2019, so you can meet people, I guess, online, but it's uh, it's always better to get an organic experience because even if you meet someone online. You need to try to meet them in person as soon as amen. possible. Amen. Yeah. Look, amen again. <laughs> Not only meet them, investigate them. Mm. Well, yeah, but I mean, you, know, that's why you, you have to start, you have to get comfortable enough to meet somebody in person and I mean, mm-hmm. but, and not get too crazy with it. You know, meeting somebody at a, at a coffee shop or a bar should be pretty low maintenance i mean you know nobody wants to get kidnapped but now now ava lord we're gonna go we're gonna go to you but i want to go to tracy first Mm -hmm. so uh where where is your location where are you where you based out of i'm actually in sarasota florida which is in the south florida i'm actually about 50 miles from tampa but i was just relocated here in uh, november i was in tampa i've been in tampa for six years okay so so um what is the what is the scene like there for you um, I, I guess the scene is great. I, I'm just, I work from home. And so, and I was married 30 years, divorced seven. I don't know how to date. So I, I, I just don't know what to do. And by me being from home, I'm not out there like that. I mean, working from home, I'm not out there like that. So I don't, I don't meet a lot of people. I work for a radio station. I travel, but when I'm working and I'm in that setting, it's a lot of people, but I'm working. So I just, I, I, 
I'm just at a loss when it comes to dating. I've dated two people since I've been divorced, and I just, I guess I just don't know how to do it right. I don't know. Oh, so you here? You here for some pointers? I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for some pointers and and just to, I don't know stuff about men nowadays. I I don't know. It's so different. And I, I, I don't know. All right, we're gonna get down to that, and then I'm gonna go to Andre. Uh, now you are in um, uh, the first purge uh, place, um, Staten Island. Staten Island, yeah, the Wu Tang, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so what is it like there, as far as uh, um, prospects? Staten, you know what? Staten Island is very small, and um, if you're dating somebody, chances are um, either you've dated like 20 of their family or your boys have dated them too mm-hmm. um it's very small very small um everybody knows one another especially well in particularly the the urban black communities uh, everybody knows one another and uh it's it's awkward when you finally get to like somebody and get to know them when you found out find out that a boy that you were cool with you know when you grew up you know sort of was in a relationship also and uh, there's that awkward moment where it's like, okay, you were intimate with my girlfriend. Yeah, let me. This is this is weird. So, but Staten Island is very small, so the 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 pickings are slim, and um, uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, that's not much I can say about so, that. I love Staten Island. So, by the so way. when Ray 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 Ray's like, I know your girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Pat, I see Pat, Danny, and uh, uh, Juanita. I think it's Juanita Junta uh, in um, the chat, as well as Natural Beauty Olaf, as well. All right, so yeah, that that can be pr- uh, problematic when um, your homeboys can uh, tell you all you need to know. Now she like it like this, <laughs> right? Right? Nah, that, that nah, that ain't cool. All right, so Ava Laura. All right, so so um, all right, so you're based in the Maryland area, right? Yeah, I'm in the DC area. Now you're you're a busy woman. You have a lot going on. You are a jet setter, world traveler. So, uh, what has it been like for you as far as locally people? So you know, actually, my story is is somewhat similar to Tracy, um, in that I was married 14 years, and I've been dating now for the last three years and um i work from home as well uh, home office that's where i see my clients so even though i get out in terms of networking and events and things like that usually what i'm doing is very focused so i'm not meeting men um i did i i did online dating that's how i've met people so even though i think that the dc area is actually a pretty good area um it's still um i don't know what the stats are you know some would say um sort of like atlanta in the sense that you definitely have more men more eligible men um but it's a great area in terms of um great um you know professional um black population you have a lot of colleges universities government town um a lot of industry so it's it's a good area so i have that on my side but even with that i didn't meet a lot of people it was really through online so if if you're asking for a tip my first tip would always be online dating um because even if you get out and about there's still so many people that are online that you would never meet in person 
And even when I met men out in person, like I would be at the grocery store or something, I would meet a man and he would, you know, ask me for my number. I'm like, who are you? I don't know right. anything about you. You know, you don't, I mean, I don't, what's your name? How old are you? You got kids, like a dating profile. I can see everything. So I kind of, you know, have some idea of what I'm dealing with, where when you're out and about meeting somebody, it's kind of hard to get to know rather quickly if you want to give them your number to see if you wanted to go any further. So I highly, highly recommend online dating. You know, I told my friends and my clients I was going to add matchmaking to my uh, repertoire of coaching because, um, you know, I gave my friend tips and, you know, well, I'm currently in a relationship now and I gave my friend tips and now she's in a relationship. So um, I it, it was a lot of things that I just started doing organically or intuitively that um, just, you know, knowing myself, uh, talking to my clients, getting and dating, being very clear and focused about what I wanted, and I started implementing, and they work. The strategies work. We got two matchmakers too, by the way, because Brooklyn's a matchmaker, and now Ava Laura's added that to her her thing <laughs> as well. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna inbox matchmaking and both couples both counseling, and particularly couples counseling for you know aged couples because that is huge. Right. Mm-hmm. Not just when you're married, but before you marry. Yeah. Yep. And Andre does that as well too. Uh the the couples counseling. Now, um, there's so much to unpack there, but uh I think one the first thing I want to get to, and I'm gonna start off with Ava Laura with this one is um people a lot of times uh I can understand by the way, if you're in the grocery store and you see a Ava Laura, Tracy, or Shannon, right, you gotta shoot your shot, right? So uh, that makes sense. So, but I can under, also understand why you would be hesitant to give the number out as well. But um, when people, you know, it's a crapshoot, right? When you approach somebody, maybe to give their number or whatnot, or even on a um, on a dating site. And I'm I'm really interested, mm-hmm. uh, and I kind of know some of this with some of you guys. But um, what do you think? What do you think your presence gives off? Uh, when people come in contact with you, like, what do you think they really like? What do you think they think? Uh, I know you can't know what's in someone's head, but what's some things you've heard about yourself as far as the way you come off to uh, the opposite sex? We'll start with you, Ava Laura. Yeah. So are we talking in person or online? Both. So online, a lot of the feedback that I got was I was very very intentional like if you read my profile i wish i had a copy of it i was very very intentional in my profile because i only wanted specific men to answer so um you could tell i was very serious um you could tell i was ambitious i was um career business oriented you could tell that i was only looking for a certain type of man who was about his business so it was basically like if you're not handling my business don't don't even apply if you're not serious about a relationship, if you're not serious about marriage, don't even approach me. Um, that's how my, and, and a lot of men got that. Um, and there were also a very, I, I would say a lot of progressive men who loved my profile because I specifically said, I'm a businesswoman. I'm ambitious. You know, I want, I want a partnership. I want to be um, with somebody who's a leader who we can support each other and work together and build our empire together. Amen. So I had language like that. So automatically I attracted a certain type of man who was very confident, who was also very clear. Who was and the feedback that I got from some men is that um, 
you know, they didn't know if I was bougie, which I am bougie, but um, I'm also very approachable as well. Um, I remember I had one guy, he was like, I didn't know if you were like Whitley or something from a different world. And I'm like, I'm so not Whitley, but you can tell I'm a person of quality. Like you're not going to come at me the wrong way. <laughs> you just there's, there's certain, you know, certain things um, that, that you could tell. So I was like, yeah, I'm very bougie, but I'm grounded. And so that was a lot of the feedback that I got. I could tell you were serious. I could tell you were focused. But when I talked to you on the phone, I could also tell you were also very approachable and friendly as well, which may not come off the profile. But in person, like I laugh a lot. I smile. So I always come off as very approachable. And I will say to women, that's probably what the biggest things that I hear from men is that a lot of y'all are like me mugging, not smiling, not looking very approachable. And I'm going to tell you, men have egos. They don't like getting their feelings hurt. So if you don't look like you're approachable, even if they think you're attractive, a lot of men are not even going to say anything because they're not trying to get rejected. Amen. And uh, you forgot you forgot one thing. Uh, Afrocentric, Ava. issue with afrocentric but i do i will say that i attracted a lot of quote-unquote conscious or woke um also a lot of africans my um my boo is afro his nigerian by way of um britain so um he's he's i got i got european and african um so i did get a lot of that as well but i also like i said i got a lot of serious guys who liked a woman who was a little bit unique that didn't necessarily like the status quo which is very cool because I am unique. I didn't want guys that was looking for, you know, the chick with the weave down the street because I don't rock a weave. That's what's up. Okay. Hi. All right. All right. I, yeah, I love it, right? All right. So um, I'm really interested. I'm going uh, to go to you, Brooklyn. Um, like, uh, what do you think some, what do you think you give off? Like, what have you heard that women have uh, relayed to you, the kind of uh, cat they think you are before they know you? This is before they know you just by your presence? Well, I think that, um, you know, even at when, when I move about the world, I think that people have one impression of me. I mean, I'm I'm a kind person. I'm a, a big teddy bear. But, I, but people kind of have this impression of me as some kind of monster. I mean, you know how we're all kind of well, automatically, I don't want to. I don't want to swing this into something else. But we can appear bigger than we are, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, even if we're children. But I'm not a child. I'm I'm six four. I'm two hundred sixty five pounds. I'm a large human. So there is there's that. I'm a marine. I'm a Jamaican from New York. So you got to giant Jamaican Marine from New York in front of you. But I think when people know me, um, they get they get a different impression. Uh, see, now you... Uh, I guess we... I, you know, I don't want get to get to, get to humble bragging. You're asking what people say about me. Um, but I think that people think that I can... Um, that I'm a fairly intelligent man that I know what's going on in the world and I'm well-traveled, I'm well-read. And um, I think it comes across when you, when you spend some time with me. Mm. 
Now, um, there's a reason why I'm asking uh, asking everybody to a- answer this question, and I'm going to go and I'll say it a little bit later uh, to make it more clearer. But uh, we'll go to Tracy. Uh, what do you think uh, from the feedback you've gotten, Tracy? Uh, what do you think that people? What are what do people think when they they see you before they get to know you? Uh, most people think that I am bougie. Mm-hmm. I am <laughs> that I'm conceited. That I. Uh, <laughs> Um, that I'm kind of rough around the edges because of what I've been through. I'm just like a no-nonsense person. You know, don't holler at me, my red. Don't do that. I don't I don't receive that well. Um, so that's what a lot of people think um, about me. My friends that know me know that I am very soft. I'm very uh, loyal to a fault. Um, probably that's a two-edged sword for me. Uh and um, I'm I'm a nice person. I'm a nice person, and I'm cute. Yeah, that's so. right. <laughs> that is most certainly right. I want to say hi to Dr. Amira, who just came into the chat as well. Uh, yes, that's true. Uh, what a, we'll we'll get to you, Shannon. Um, what do you? What's the feedback you've gotten from guys before they get to know you? Um. Uh, can you come back to me? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she needs a, she needs one more hour to get her thoughts together. So we'll we'll go to uh, Dre and then we'll go to Anthony. Uh, Dre, so what, what's the feedback you get from uh, what people the assumptions they make before they get to know you? That I'm bougie too. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> they um uh I come off um very nice, I guess. So um I'm like the 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 nice guy. And and generally, the nice guy tend to get overlooked. So uh, it doesn't it doesn't um, a lot of the relationships that I've been in or people that I've gone out on dates with have been through uh, getting to know them in like a regular setting. So it's not like a, you know going in meeting somebody out of the blue, um, or um, and and it happens from time to time. Women shooting their shot on um, social media, um, and uh, I've had an opportunity to do some online dating as well. Uh, but um, uh, so when people generally meet me, they um, think that I'm a nice guy, I'm nice to talk to. Um, uh, yeah, pretty much just that, you know. Like I try to, I try to come off relatable. And um, when I go on dates or or anything like that, I don't have any expectations. I just want to get to know who the person is. Um, I'm not trying to go out on a date and then commit to commit my life commit my life to somebody. And also make that known in the very beginning. So I try to be as honest as I can so that they know uh, exactly where I'm coming from. Uh, and in the beginning, it's just to, to meet somebody, get to know them, determine compatibility. And once that's determined, then we can take it to the next step. Um, I, I, I am um, strategic, which tends to be frustrating to uh, some of the women I've dated in the past. Because uh, I'm strategic about relationships. I'm a divorcee. I've been uh, separated for 10 years now and legally divorced for uh, seven. So I'm I'm cautious and I, I, I know what um, relationship is about. And it's not only about what I want. Uh, it's about whether or not I'm good for the other person as well. So I try to look at it from both ends. Um, I know what I, I like and what will make me happy. But I want to make sure that I am the person that will make them happy. And, uh, and that frustrates people also because they think that relationships is supposed to just gradually flow. 
And sometimes it'll flow into the gutter and people will drown in the gutter together and not try to get each other out or come out themselves. So uh, in the very beginning, determine compatibility, um, be strategic. Uh, it's not just a matter of the heart. It's also a matter of the mind and, and also trying to build. And sometimes we just can't build if we make decisions solely based on emotions. Yeah. So, Amen. Again. Amen. Amen. That's right. All right. Amen. Yeah, the, the nice guy gets overlooked. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. That's why I'm not nice anymore. Uh, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. Uh, uh, what do what do what are the ladies? What is their first impressions of you when they when they see you before they get to know Anthony? What do they be thinking? I know they've probably told you this. I thought you, man. When I met you, I thought you were. Yeah, I guess it depends on the capacity. Mm-hmm. But um, what you hear most often? They thought I was an asshole. Um, I get that one a lot. I'm intimidating. Yeah. I mean, I work all the time, so when I'm in my, you know, uniform and things of that nature, then I guess I come across <laughs> intimidating, um, kind of like unapproachable, and also like, you know, I really take, I'm very zero tolerance on nonsense, especially in work capacity. So, kind of asshole is pretty pretty common. Blind black, they thought I was black and white. You know, no gray area, kind of. Oh, I thought you meant like mixed. <laughs> and then also if i'm not at work then i've gotten that oh i thought you were i think you were a player you know what I mean? so I, I got that quite you're not a, a player you just crush a lot <laughs> <laughs> he has you got the look you got the look i mean somebody in the group said chick magnet i'm not gonna say no names but <laughs> <laughs> All all terrible things, right? right it's horrible <laughs> attributes. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's the that's the general mm-hmm. premise of it. You know what I mean? Until I get to not talk to them, then oh, you a teddy bear, and you know, so on and so forth. I'm still not. Um, I don't tolerate foolishness, but you know, I kind of I'm not as hard uh, exterior as they might have initially thought. So, yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, all right, now, Steph, you had, I mean, Steph, uh, Shannon, you had, uh, three hours, so. <laughs> you rude. Um, I mean, I get my infamous question all the time, which drives me nuts. Why are you single? Uh, yeah, um, I used to get that a lot. Drives me crazy. Um, I don't know. I think in my twenties, I got the, you got that whole theology thing down you must not be doing anything in the dating realm no longer in theology no longer in seminary so that's not my issue now it's you doing too much like you got too much going on you always traveling you'll never be nowhere but you know you're never home enough to date somebody so i don't know mm-hmm. so they think you're someone that doesn't have time to date yeah, that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. I can see that one. I don't care what you can see. <laughs> uh, so are they off? No, because I believe that you can definitely make time for what you want. I want a relationship. I want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I just am not dating just to be dating somebody either. I'm dating with purpose. I'm in rush, you know. I'm very much like Ava Laura in that regard. Um, I am looking for a 
particular characteristic of human. Um, someone who is intentional and marriage-minded, um, not somebody who is bed-minded. I don't need you to warm my bed. I could do that myself. So. I mean, it, two, okay. two always makes the bed much warmer, though. I mean, so does my electric blanket. And it plugs Thank in just you. Yeah, but if you pour water in the blank, <laughs> you might get electrocuted. Look, if you pour water on a on a on a negro, it's not you're not getting electrocuted. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Okay, so I, I brought all this up because uh, um, I'm gonna go to you, Brooklyn. Uh, you are one of our experts. Ava Laura is now an, an expert as well, and um, we can't help the, but the way that we come off. I mean, we can be deliberate in the what we you know, in the side of ourselves that we put off, but Mm -hmm. you know, you are who you are and you, and sometimes it's unfair, obviously, because when you get a snapshot of somebody, it doesn't necessarily give off who that person truly is. So my question to you from someone who's helped so many people as far as dating, um, how do you navigate the person that you, you feel like you are versus the person that you put out there you know, that first impression, because the first impression is so, you know, is a big thing. Well, I advocate that people just try their best to um, be a high quality person. If you're a high quality person, you're going to attract um, other people that share your values. So mm-hmm. while you might have, uh, you know, some kind of resting angry face or you might have, you might be misunderstood before people meet you, when people meet you or people correspond with you, you, you have to put that best foot forward, especially if you already know you like them, right? Mm-hmm. Or you, you already know that um, there's someone you might like. I mean, I personally believe that... Um, I always used to say that people are just animals with driver's licenses. When someone, when someone that you're attracted to, or um, someone, you know, as we say in Jamaica, someone who your spirit takes to, right? If you see someone that your spirit takes to, it's on, or it can be. You know what I'm saying? Your um, you're just in Target picking up a birthday card for your niece and you see another person and that person sees you, there's an opportunity there to to start something. Or you're online and you meet somebody and you met you meet up with them for drinks or something, there's that opportunity to show the real you. And if you're a high quality person and you know you're working on yourself, because we all take constant work, you know, even if you're done with school. Even if you have your life together, there's always ways that we can improve. And I think it's just about putting your best foot forward and then whatever false impression falls away when, you know, when you smile and you you meet someone and you talk and you smile. It's very hard. You have to be a serial killer or a sociopath for someone to be engaged with you and meet you and smile at you and you don't feel, you know, you don't feel enough humanity to smile back. <laughs> I know some, I guess I know some serial killers then. 
Um, okay, so Ava Laura, uh, thank you so much for that, Brooklyn. Ava Laura, you often hear from people that, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, more, I'm cooler once, once you get to know me, then that's when you know you'll get this amazing person. But you know, when you're out there dating and trying to put yourself out there like that, you, you may not get that to that point where they get to know you to where you're cool or not. So what do you, what do you suggest to somebody that you know they can't do that as well? I, I will offer to you that it is likely that they won't get to know you that well, especially if you're online dating. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, if you want something like plenty of fish tender, that's exact plenty of fish. <laughs> so I'm not going to, you know, waste around, you know, bunch of time with you. If you don't seem like you're going to be somebody that I'm interested in initially, I'm, I'm not going to give you that much time. So you're, first things are everything like when I would talk to a guy on the phone five ten minutes I could tell if this is somebody that I want to spend more time talking to if I didn't get that vibe within that five ten minutes I'm getting off the with you so you don't have that much time to make that impression so you're absolutely right you know what I would say you know you know coming from a woman what I what I always say is that a healed man is a sexy man that's Lord and I will say the same thing for a woman. A healed woman is a sexy woman. I think that what I encountered a lot of is the problem that people are not doing their healing work. Right. And so they're getting out here dating and they're carrying their baggage from all their past relationships yeah. with them. They're carrying around their frustrations, their disappointments, their expectations. You know, all of these things are getting in the way of them actually being able to be authentic in who they are because they're like, well, I just got out of this relationship and I got hurt, so I'm not going to do that again. But maybe whatever it was that you were doing before is why people were attracted to you and now you stopped doing it so people don't want to deal with you. So, you know, we got to really let go of that baggage and that frustration and the expectations and the anger and all of those things and really just say, look, this is who I am. This is what I want. And this is what I'm going to work towards. And you have to be able to do that in spite of the fact that, yes, you might get hurt. And yes, you're going to meet a lot of frogs. I mean, I tell people I had to kiss some frogs before I got to my prince. That, that's just the reality. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just the reality. And you she- know, there's a lot of them out there that you got to, you know, that you had to go through. Um, but if you are very intentional, if your purpose, if you have a system, meeting effectively because I'm gonna tell y'all right now like dating is a part-time job it if you is. just out there kind of like willy-nilly in it more than likely you're not gonna find somebody it is it takes effort energy time all of that into dating um so if you're not putting those things forward more than likely you're gonna have a very difficult time finding the person that you really want to be with but I, I think it comes down to doing that healing work if you come down to doing that healing work then when people meet you, they're meeting the authentic you. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that's what you want. So if your authentic you was me mugging, then hey, so you're going to have to find somebody who likes that. You're gonna, yeah, you're going <laughs> to you have know, to find somebody you gangster. Are who you, at this age, we are who we are. Right. right? You're, you're not, you know, we. so you got to find somebody that's in alignment with that. But ultimately, it's about operating from who you are authentically. Should some of us, should some of us just not date? And just work on ourselves and who and who are those people? yes who like what are some signs yes. what are some signs that people should should uh look within themselves to say that you know what i shouldn't even be out here i should be working on myself 
if you are comparing everybody to your ex, if you are saying, oh, well, I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that because I did that in my last relationship. And when I'm saying that, I'm not talking about things that might be hurtful or detrimental. I'm talking about good things like I'm not going to take this woman out on a, or I'm not going to, you know, take care of a woman or open doors because I did that before and I got my feelings hurt. Like if, if you are intentionally not doing certain things that are that we want in a relationship because you've been hurt before. You shouldn't be dating, right? Um, mm. For women, or you know, for everybody, if you're shut down, if you have a wall up, if you're not allowing yourself to be vulnerable, if I'm out there dating, I want to get to know the real you. I don't want to deal with your representative, and I don't want to deal with the wall. So if I say you got a wall up and I can't break, I'm not trying to do all of that work. I got enough right. work on my own. I am not trying to break through walls. So if you are not able to be vulnerable and be the real you, you shouldn't be dating. Yes, honey. I know when I first got divorced and I, I, I thought I was ready to date and I was dating this guy. And that's one of the things he told me. He said, I'm not going to knock down a wall that another man built. You need to knock down the wall and then I'll come come through. But I'm not going to sit here and try to chip away at a wall that another man built. But that at that time, mm -hmm. I thought I was okay. But then I realized later on that I, I really wasn't. I just wanted to do something because he was my ex was doing something. And so I but I really wasn't. So that's that's accurate. That's true. Mm. Do you? Uh... I, I do want to add one thing really quickly because I'm I'm looking at the comments. When I'm talking about kissing frogs, I'm not talking about literally kissing frogs. Oh, we know. Is that it? No, no. Some people don't know because <laughs> they're like, you gonna get warts? Oh, no. Nah, uh -uh. I don't get I don't get down like that. I don't get down like that. What? I, but. But what I want people to know is that it's it's a volume thing that you know how kissing frogs is like you're gonna have to go through some folks. You you really right. it's volume business. So you know you get to meet people pretty quickly early on. See if you like them. You want to spend more time with them. You don't keep it moving. Right. Yeah. She's uh, yeah. yeah she Ava Laura. Yeah. She's yeah. And Ava Laura is not definitely not kissing real frogs. Uh, no, least, but you know you gotta uh, say because some on, people will be looking at that and they think it's real. At least, at least not on Fridays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so so Dre, man, like you do couples counseling, right? But but uh, do you counsel uh, guys or women out there that's tr trying to get in this dating scene as well? Uh, every now and then, but when I do, mm -hmm. it's more uh, of them looking at themselves and determining if they're ready to enter that field. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, like I said, like I'm not, I'm not like a relationship expert or a girl, but I, I have studied um, behavior patterns and people and relationships, and uh, read a lot of books and done a lot of research. Uh, so um, I have some knowledge. Uh, I'm not an expert; don't pretend to be. But um, I have had some success with uh, people looking to date, um, people finding what they were really looking for, uh, or what. Um, they were compatible with. So, okay. Now, Anthony, it's a great conversation going on in here, in the chat, and um, I think you're the person to ask this. Uh, <laughs> all right, man, man, I want to date, but man, I ain't, my ends ain't right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> should I even? Just, should I just be? I should I just be reading books? books? Yeah. Should yeah. I just? Should I just be reading books? Till I get my paper up. 
<laughs> so what's the question? So it's like, should I, I mean, I ain't got no money, but I want to be out there. You know, I want to, you know, date and stuff. Well, contrary to, to some beliefs that you can't date without having to really spend a lot of money. You know what I mean? You could go to botanical gardens if you like that type of thing. You know, <laughs> you could go. I mean, we take a trip to the library. That's free. I mean, the, the I think the focus. <laughs> Look at it. It's free. <laughs> I can only imagine what the comments are doing right now. <laughs> but I feel like there are things that you can do that you don't have to necessarily break the bank. And whether you have the money or whether you don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not in a position to where I'm broke at this point. You know what I mean? I was in, you know, some years ago, I wasn't really mm-hmm. financially in a position to where I was told even back then, oh, he ain't got the money and <laughs> you shouldn't be dating or um, I ain't, I'm tired of these broke alpha Novembers. You know, you feel <laughs> that in. And, um, you know, I kind of took offense to it then because I'm like, yo, why automatically I got to come out my pockets? You know what I mean? Like, I don't even, and I still feel that way to this point, even having more money uh, or more disposable income. Um, I don't necessarily have an issue with it. The issue that I take is the immediate, I guess, exchange or the fronting of monetary units because I'm like, I don't even know if you're worth me spending my money on. Like, I work, I put in effort and work and energy in order to to do this but are you as much as you're trying to analyze and decide whether i'm worth your time and your effort and energy i'm i'm doing the same thing and you know it was after i think a week week and a half i mean i had gone on a couple dates and i looked up and i was having a nice little cushion to be able to play around with but i spent like 300 dollars on food and i'm like yo what is this you know i mean and not to say that i was looking for any physical exchange Full monetary units, but it's like, okay, what am I actually getting? Are you benefiting from this more than I am? Because if we don't enjoy each other's company, if we don't have that chemistry, if we don't hit it off, then you've just gotten a free meal and, you know, whatever else could have a, maybe a free ride, a free meal, maybe it's some, some to go food or whatever the case is. And then, you know, we don't really talk or do anything after that. So it's like, I'm spending my money, um, which the overall idea of it, I don't have an issue with it. But I know too many, I've known too many and I know too many women that go out, go out on dates knowing she does not, is not interested in this guy for real, but she's just going out for the, for the food. I've seen him, oh, this is my food guy. If he called <laughs> right. and save this food guy. Um, we going out to, oh yeah, he about to take me to places that you wouldn't spend your own money on. I'm like, don't put me in that, don't, you know, put me in that category and use me to, you know, um, Enrich your stomach, right? To to enrich your stomach and all that good stuff. I'm like, man, if we're gonna spend some time together, let's do that. But then now I'm more apprehensive, and I'm like, well, let's go to Piedmont Park. Let's go to Centennial. Let's have conversations. Are are you um, mentally and stimulating? You know what I mean? Like I am one of those that are what they consider, I guess, a sapiosexual. If you ain't really got nothing in between your ears. I don't know really much about between what's that part, right? Mm. I, I don't want to reproduce uh, stupidity. So, you know, um, before we even get that far, like, what? No, nah, don't look for me to come out of my pocket because I never saw the. I'm very equal opportunity, especially mm-hmm. in this day and age. My ex wife was, you know, feminist and uh, sociologist, and I was exposed to a lot of bell hooks and a lot of these other, you know, um, speakers that speak on behalf on women and black women and the movement and equality and those things and so i can appreciate that level but i I feel like 
don't pick and choose where you want to be equal. You know what I mean? You want to be equal everywhere else except for the pockets when it's time to pay for the pick of the bill. Then you're looking at me like, oh, you the, you the man, you the head. Well, I'm not the head because we're not even in a relationship yet. You're looking at me to take on a role that I don't even know if I want to be for you. Um, so He said, what's a bell hook? You funny, Artis. Bell hooks? Oh, man, she, she's definitely... Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to go back and read some. Artis, but, Artis is funny. <laughs> So, I mean, does, do you guys have the, the, the fellas? Do you guys have like a a, a dating cap? Uh, like, like uh, it will not go over this amount of money this date. And do some do some women get a uh, do, do some women get more in the budget <laughs> on the date, or is it just across the board? I know Bro- Brooklyn's probably unlimited resources, but you know. <laughs> so, is there a date cap? As far as uh, what you're willing to spend, Are we going in a particular order. Yeah, uh, you can go first, right? Anybody? Yeah. Well, like, you guys have heard me say this uh, several times. I'm not mm-hmm. about to to give somebody else something that my wife is going to get. So I believe that there's levels to dating. Uh, I, I don't. I do not, and will not ever splurge on the first date. Ever won't do it. Um, uh, there's certain things that I want to reserve for my wife. And one of those things are the, the finer things in life, the finer restaurants and things like that. So no Shea Whitey's. Huh? No Shea Whitey's. No, like n- nothing, nothing too posh. You know, in the very beginning, uh, we're doing things very low key, very low key. May go get some ice cream, some Chipotle, uh, some tea, coffee, um, pastry. Let's sit and talk. Let's let's chop it up. Let's have a conversation. What about Applebee's? Uh, what Is Applebee's <laughs> out of the budget? <laughs> That's like more like a third, fourth date. Fourth date? Like a fourth date? Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're talking more like... All right, if, she, if you take her to Subway, if you take her to Subway, can she get avocado? Can she get avocado? I won't go to Subway's. Nah, but nah, really, I'm looking for... I'm looking to do experiences, right? Right, right. So we could, um, like, I, I, like, I'll go to a museum. Like, I, I'll, I'll go to that because that... It should be mutually benefiting. Yeah. Um, so I go to a museum. We'll do things like that. Walk through a park. Let's talk. Um, let's go walk in a boardwalk. Um, let's let's engage each other in a genuine way where I don't have to 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 try to impress you, and you don't have to try to impress me. Right. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to see you in your red bottoms and a nice dress with your hair done up on the first date, and that's just me. Um, I want to. But that's that's part of of trying to create a good first impression. I, I really want a genuine genuine inter interaction at the very beginning. Everybody's different, right? Um, but for me, um, there has to be levels to it. And uh, when I get married again, I do not want my wife to ever think that the treatment that I'm giving her, I've given to somebody else while I was trying to find out. If I wanted her to be my wife, okay. I like it. I, I like it. I like it. But I find that there's a lot of men that expect that. They expect to be treated like husbands, but they don't want to make you wives. No, that's not me. Preach the good word. That's not me. Mm-hmm. So, what, what about you, Brooklyn? Me. I think you you seem like you might be in a different um, mindset. When I love. To... Here's the thing. You like red bottoms. Here's the thing. I love <laughs> shoes. Women, I love a feminine woman in a dress with some nice shoes. Um, you know, 
so to me it is like i think a lot of younger dudes maybe not younger dudes maybe dudes my age i don't know like a lot of guys are into having a girl that's a homeboy in sweats and shorts mm. y'all dressed alike y'all look like y'all going to king's dominion in 1989. i love a feminine woman um you know and everything as far as dating when we meet each other we want to i feel like we want to put our best foot forward now that doesn't, that doesn't involve the kind of date you go on on your anniversary um yeah. it but it does involve properly representing i mean i i i do a lot of research on like sexual market value and things of that nature a lot of people don't believe in sexual market smv value, but but smv but the bottom line is it does exist and it never turns off like you could be married for 10 years you and your mm-hmm. wife both have a sexual market value. If you yeah. if you want to let yourself go physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever wh- whatever way, regardless, you know you still have a sexual market value. You might not um, you might not operate or or purposely do something right. Like you're a beautiful woman, you're married. You know um, you're at brunch with your girls men see you walking up to get some vegetables you know what i'm saying so you have you still have a sexual market value you're not choosing to use it but but it's still there it's it's almost like a weapon so for me um i just i i know that's that's how it is for me i love a woman to be feminine sexy i'm not saying you have to the problem is sometimes, especially like in a long-term relationship, a woman can be, a woman gets ready for work and goes into an office and y'all are damn sexy walking into that office. You're not trying to like, you're just being professional, but that's sexy. And, you know, sometimes you need to keep that same energy. Not that same energy. Not like you can't wear rollers, put a scarf on, be relaxed in your home. I'm not saying that, but I, I'm just saying that um, Some wear rollers at, at the job. Some wear rollers at the job. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say who. Like I'm not going to say who. <laughs> you, you can't get a like with the rollers on. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that that's, what I, that's, how, that's how I feel about it. Ooh. And I don't, I don't really put um, I don't put limits on it. But I think that men um, in a quest, when a man, for instance, might think a woman is out of his league, he might do way too much on early dates. And to me, that's That's actually my experience with women. That's a turnoff to her because you're trying to do too much, which is saying that you're compensating for something. You see what I'm saying? If Mm -hmm. I know I'm I'm like I'm Brooklyn. So if we are, um, you know. Uh, what's that place? What's the place that makes the ice cream? Ben and Jerry? Not Ben and Jerry. Cold Stone. Cold Stone. Cold Stone. Cold Stone. Like hey, that's expensive. So if we're sitting in front of Cold Stone, or we're at a museum, or, you know, cause I think the museum is a great idea. Um, yes. Museums are great first dates, especially if you go to uh, a one, which most of them are. But um, 
you know, you're walking along, you're discussing Van Gogh, or you're, you, you know, you're doing whatever, and you're getting to know the person. And yeah, you, I think that that's a nice way to warm into it. But when you're trying to impress um, by doing things that, because if you go to a really, really fancy dinner, you don't really, it's not a, a, the same kind of comfortable space where you could get to know somebody in that way. And that's something, you know, that's something for later on. And, but also, I think a lot of guys, um, there's a, uh, we've discussed the manosphere before, right, Kente? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of guys are uh, deathly afraid of being used by women. Right. And I'm always like. Hypergamy. But I'm always like, nobody, there are very few gold diggers. You're not an NBA player. You're not rich. <laughs> Nobody's gold digging you. Like, no, who the hell are you? Nobody is out to gold digging you, dude. <laughs> you ain't doing nothing I can't do for myself. Come Absolutely. On. So, uh, you I, know, think that, I think that varies on your social circle. It ain't necessarily gold digging, but it's a lot of finessers out here. Like, I'm seeing so many people get finessed out of something. I mean, it's could be but trivial that, to the next person, but you definitely get finessed out your pockets. I, I feel I've seen. Like, I feel like this with that. I hear you. I feel like, um, like I'm in the middle of writing a book about dating and relationships, and I'm thinking about naming it "Blame Yourself First. Mm. Because <laughs> the things that, that that went wrong in your relationship, as a man, I'm like, you know what? Like I'm divorced, but I'm like, you know what? Regardless of how it seemed to go down at the end, at some point, that was my fault. And I have to own mm -hmm. And you can't even move on until you blame yourself. Right. If you don't blame yourself, if you're like, none of that was my fault, you can't even move yep. on. But right. back to, but right. back, back to the, the gold digging and the finessing, you know, yep. if you can't follow the blues clues that Thank you. this woman doesn't like you, like, I know, Thank you. I know. Like when a woman is feeling me, she gets these puppy dog eyes. She get like I know I can read, and sometimes I'm oblivious, and somebody has to actually tell me. But I know what's going on, and if you and I think that people are afraid to get these skills, right? You need to have man, woman, man, man or woman. You need to have. Some, and people are afraid of the word game, but you need to have some game. You need to know what's going on within the man and woman dynamic. So if I'm sitting across from this woman and, you know, she wants to go to, um, you know, she wants to go to name, insert, fancy ass place here, you know, um, instead, but she, but we haven't really spent any time, but she just wants to keep going. If she wants to keep going on dates with you and escaping as opposed to you spending any other time together, then maybe she is just there for food. But I mean that does that hasn't happened to me too frequently. Uh but I, I, I don't I don't think that there is a You you you've never been hustled for hot wings? What's that? You never been hustled for hot wings? <laughs> No, it's a real epidemic, Brooklyn. It's an epidemic, Brooklyn. Don't belittle the victims, Brooklyn. Victim shaming. <laughs> I'm 
I've been hustled for some hot wings before. I'm just, I'm just saying. Look, listen. There's obviously finessers, obviously gold diggers, but I don't think it's an epidemic problem if you are on, if you are on your stuff and you realize, okay, this woman, this woman doesn't even like me. But the problem is, women and men, like, I believe that women are attracted to behavior. You know, they're, they want to know about your character. They want to know about who you are. Yes, there is a minimal threshold. There's a minimum threshold of attraction. If she is not attracted to you at all, it's not going to happen. But once that minimum threshold is met, is met, then it's about how do I feel about the way this person is as a man? And once you and how do I that, feel about how he treats me? Right. Yes. That part right, right there. So, once you have that, but the weird thing about men is very often, and I know every brother here might disagree with me, but we look at a woman. I remember once, story time, I was in North Carolina. I was still in the Marine Corps. I was with my boys. We went to a party. I looked across the room. I saw this woman. And I said to my boy next to me, I was like, that's going to be my woman. I hadn't talked to her. She hadn't seen me yet. I was like, this is going to be my woman. Off of, off of a look, you know what I'm saying? And, and as shallow as that sounds, I felt it when I saw her. So I was like, this is going to happen. And I went across the room. I introduced myself to her. And she smiled and we talked. And that was my woman for years after that. So, I mean, I mean, not as of that day, but, you know, obviously I had to make it happen. But I think that we look at a woman. It's, it's simple for us because we are attracted physically initially. And I think women aren't. You know, I mean, y'all might like the way, you know, uh, Morris Chestnut or somebody looks, but... That's not necessary. You're not or Idris, but you're not necessarily gonna get with the dude um, if you walk up to him, and because that's how we blow it, right? Right. You see me from across the room. I walk up to you, and now I'm, I got a squeaky voice, or I don't sound like you expected, and it blows it. You see All what I'm facts. It and it's. I think it's different. I think that we try to lie to ourselves about our base our base instincts and what it is and also men have a complex the reason why some of you ladies are not meeting the right man because men have all this stuff going in our heads that we're telling ourselves a guy wants to meet shannon and he's telling he's talking himself out of it because he's like nah she probably got a man nah she probably won't like the fact that i'm you know i do whatever for a living nah i got a kid she's gonna say you know what i'm saying it could be anything. Those are and Shannon's nose, though. What's that? Those are Shannon's uh, nose, though. I you mean, they, lying. They, they might be. They might be, but you have to find out. That fear of rejection um, Thank that you, we were talking it. about earlier is, is huge. Fear of rejection is huge. Yeah, you're right. It is huge, for sure. But, um, you know, you got to get it pushed through it, right? But we got to get, get over that because... For any of us to be here, right, 
somebody's great great grandfather had a gun or a spear or a bow and arrow and died on a field so that his family name could go forward and we over here afraid to talk to a girl at Starbucks. You know what you scared me? I thought you were going to say our great granddaddy used a gun or a spear to get our great great grandma. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I was like, wait a minute. Wait, where's, where's this going? <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, in we, some cases, well, that was unfortunate. Well, you know, uh, I'm sure all that stuff was covered in the color purple. Some bad things happen. <laughs> but uh, no, you're right, though. You're You're right. Uh, for sure, uh, Dre. I know before you uh, before you head out, um, I have a question for you as well. Um, um, as a, a father, um, single father, who's raising three sons, um, one in college, uh, and two, I believe, one in high school, one in junior high, yeah. right, like that. And you have a full schedule. You're a working man, right? How do you find time? F- uh, to even try to add a woman into the picture, and how's, how are you going to make that happen? Um, I don't. Right. I know I know where I'm at right now, and uh, after my divorce, I was in a, a rebuilding stage, rebuilding me, um, re- finding who I am, and, and healing. And although I've healed from my divorce, I'm still building on me. And um, I want to be able to um, find who I am, build, and get to a place where I can continue building, but the foundation is firm enough for me to support somebody else on it. So I don't want to bring somebody else on my foundation, and it's shaky. Mm. So uh, um, when the time is right, and particularly when I have more time, then, yes. And I'm, I'm sort of figuring uh, sometime in the next couple of months, because uh, a huge weight will be over uh, once I finish this uh, second master's. And I decided to take a break and not go for my doctorate so so that I can uh, find a wife and uh, get Look married. Look at him. He putting it out there. I know. He's like, I had a bastard. He was very purposeful, very intentional. Yeah. So if y'all saw that lady. <laughs> and he's a nice guy. Well, He's, so, he's a nice yeah, brother so too, man. Give this brother some props. Yeah. So, and it's weird because I'm uh, in the process of rebuilding. Like, and my focus has been my kids, like to bring in um, somebody else. And I got to be honest, I tried to date and um, found that uh, there was frustration, and I learned through that because I didn't have the time to give to somebody. And um, as um, Ava was saying, it takes a lot of time to, to date somebody, and if you don't have a lot of time somebody's going to get frustrated. And um, when uh, I noticed they were getting frustrated, I said, you know, I need to, to really stop. I want companionship. I may desire it, but it's not for me right now. And when the time is right, I'll step back in it and and go full-fledged. And 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 I'm, I'm not trying to, 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 to date too long. not trying to stay in a long engagement. Right. You know, let's get to this. I got... You know, okay. two years left. Let's let's get this done. Go ahead. All right. That's oh, what's Audrey, up. Go, Audrey, yeah. go. That's what's See, up. that's sexy though. I mean, that that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, be purposeful. Be intentional. Do your work. Know what you want. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's the goal. That's right. But I, I do have to go. Uh, everybody, I, have a good night. And I appreciate Enjoy. appreciate that. Man. Yeah. I appreciate uh, that. On YouTube, I've been uh, and, reading the comments too. Everybody and. Uh, and while Andre is being purposeful, right, 
uh, Anthony, are, are we being purposeful, Anthony? <laughs> are we are, are 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 we playing around up there in these streets? Nah, man, I don't have time to play around. To be a hundred percent honest with you, um, one, I work too many jobs. Cause I, I mean, I have things that I intend and I will accomplish. And um, there have been times that I tried to date. You know, I've set my goals up, saying things such as, "All right, this is what I'm working on right now." You know, I mean, okay, I came out of <coughs> about three years ago. I'm working on rebuilding myself financially. I've definitely made some progress from then to now. Um, I'm looking at home ownership. I'm looking at land ownership, things that I can start to accumulate or generate wealth instead of just being rich. This is the foundation that I'm looking to build. Here is how I'm doing that. Um, yeah, I work a lot of jobs now, but based on this projected time from now, or I'd say what well, it was two years now, I got about, I don't know, roughly eight months left within that two year time frame that I'm like, all right, I'm working this hard for this particular time period. At the end of this, I should be in a position to where I can let go, you know, a couple part-time jobs and side hustles or whatever. So I can have more time available to, you know, I mean, do the dating and have that time in a relationship. But now I've even, there was a woman that was interested in, in me as far as dating is concerned. And the interaction was a little weird because she, uh, called me we had the conversation and she said that she was ready to get back out there and she wanted to date and was essentially offering me first dibs um to which i replied that i was you know flattered i appreciate her consider considering me for that but at this moment it's not where i am and if what you want to do is date please by all means go date because you know i'm not looking to hold you up and at that time i'm like i don't know exactly how long it's going to be before i'm in the position to date so not nah, it wouldn't be fair for me to tell you just to wait until i'm ready if what you want to do is date i'm not in that position please you know fulfill that that need or that void or you know that desire that you have to date and then afterwards i think the, the following day she was like was it weird that i i want you more now because after the conversation i'm like yeah that's, <laughs> i mean I don't, I don't know if it's weird i mean if that's how you feel this is how you feel but uh it doesn't really change my reply or my position so now I don't have time to play with people, man. And the whole having a game, I guess to it, I always say I don't have no game. And my, my favorite quote from Nas is like, I got no game. It's just some women understand my story. Um, and that's always been kind of like my adopted mantra. But I have, I know I, I can have a way with words. I've been <laughs> called a different couple names or whatever the case is. So, I mean, I could tell, you know, sweet things, not in the sense of selling dreams or, you know, gaslighting anybody but i'm a writer so i can say things you know in a in, a, in an eloquent way at times um <laughs> which sometimes You're right. you say what <laughs> get him out of here <laughs> <laughs> but um no nah, man I, I i don't have time to play man and i don't i don't understand the games um fortunately i haven't been i don't think i've been finessed out of food because anybody that i've taken out you know to go eat it's either been, you know, always been on my own volition, but it's been because, you know, I just want to make sure you eat or we've had some sort of uh, continual interaction, you know, for that time period. So, um, nah, man, if if all else fails, I'm just trying to be a single father in 2020. So. Not <laughs> <laughs> doing this with you. Thank you, A. Not doing this with you. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Ava Laura, um, who is uh, uh, someone who uh, just been recently taken off the market, but 
when you were on the market, a Thank very, God. very, yeah. very hot commodity, <laughs> very hot commodity when uh, it was found that you were on the market. I'm sure the uh, the uh, resumes and the applications came pouring in. So you not resumes. <laughs> so I know you uh, you took a long process of weeding through uh, a lot of frogs and uh, you found your dude. But during that time when you were going on dates, um, you dated quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm. So you went on a lot of dates. And um, one thing that we had a, a, a nice conversation about was that you seemed to find that you would you would meet guys on Tinder, right? Say that again. It was on Tinder, right, where you were meeting most of the the guys. I was I, I was on Tinder. I was on. I've been on pretty much all the dating everything apps. everything Plenty but Grinder. Everything okay, about Cupid. Everything but uh, Grinder and J Date, right? <laughs> Not on though. <laughs> Grinder, what? What was the other one? Uh, J Date. <laughs> what the hell is that? That's a Jewish. I've never even heard of that one. J Date. This for Jewish people, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that explains. <laughs> but uh, you, you, I remember you were saying that that when you would uh, go on these dates, like one after a date or two, these guys were like ready yeah. to just, you know. They they were going to delete their accounts and do all this stuff. Uh, talk about that and, and how you felt about that. Yeah, I mean, again, I, for me, and this it depends on, I think, where you are, um, where you are in your life and what you're looking for. You know, like I said, I was married 14 years. So after being married, doing my healing work, I was very, very clear about who, am, who I am and what I want. And I was able to really accurately articulate that. But you got to understand, too, I'm a life coach. You know, I I understand people. I've studied psychology. This is what I do for a living. So one of the things that happened is that if you want somebody who's very clear about who they are and very focused and very self-aware, you know, that's very attractive to me. And that's very attractive to a lot of men. So that's not something that you're going to find in a lot of people. Because a lot of people are just not doing that level of work to really know who they are, be able to articulate that and to go after what they want. And not nobody's perfect. Right? So when I say a healed person is a sex person, nobody's perfect. But there's a level of confidence and a level of um, understanding and awareness and knowingness that somebody who has done their work has. And that's very sexy and that's very attractive. Somebody who is in purpose and on purpose. So I think for a lot of men, when they would run into me, they would say, yo, where you been? That's what I'm looking for. I'm not seeing that. And yeah, for second date, like I'm ready to take my profile down. What's up? And I would be like, whoa, hold on. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like what Brooklyn said. Like he before he even talked to that woman, he said, "That's my woman," and that's how a lot of men were before they even they they talked to me maybe once, saw my profile before they even out, went out with me. They were already ready. So them meeting me was just confirmation. Like, yeah, you're the one that I want. And I think what men have to understand is that for a woman who has options. Because you got to think about it. If you want her, there's other men out there who want her too. So for a woman who has options, you need to understand that men are more visual. Men men usually decide first that this is the woman that I want. 
then you got to wait for that woman to catch up. You can't expect for her to be on the same page as you at that same time. Yeah. And you have to have enough confidence to be okay with that and to not say, well, I'm not going to pursue you or want to be with you because you're not where I am. The reason that I'm with the guy that one of the reasons I'll say that I'm with the guy that I'm with now, one extremely wise, he's extremely self-aware. Um, you know, he's well-traveled. He's lived in five countries. He understands people. He's done a lot of different things out of different things. So he's extremely, extremely intelligent. And when he met me, he was one of those, you know, I really like you. You're cool. You know, all of these things, I want to be with you. And I told him, I said, well, look, I said, that's great. That's wonderful. We can date. I'm just getting to know you, but I'm not going to stop dating other people. I'm keeping my profile up. Yeah. And he said, okay. He said, that's, he, and he, and that's not what he wanted. Cause he wanted me. He said, that's okay. He said, but you're going to come and tell me that you're ready. He said, I'm letting you know that I'm the right person for this job. I'm putting in my application. So you're going to let me know when I got the job. That was sexy as hell. I mean, where other guys were like, oh, well, you're not at the same place. You're not ready to get off the profile. Forget it. I don't, I'm a waste. I'm going to go somewhere else. You're playing games. I'm playing games. I'm just trying to make sure that you're the right man for me. And that takes time and consistency. I need to see that you are who you say you are. I need to do that time. I'm not going to rush. I'm not taking myself off a profile just because we had one meeting and I thought you were cute and nice and you spent some money on me. That's not enough. So I think that men have to understand, just like Brooklyn says, you got to understand the dynamics. I don't care what you say. Most women want a man that's going to pursue them. Mm -hmm. But you need to make sure that that woman is interested in you. Yes. Right. But most women want a man that is going to pursue her. So you have to be in that space where you're confident and don't take it as a rejection if the woman is not in the same space as you at that time. If she seems like she's still interested and you know those signs and she's not necessarily in that place yet, keep going. Keep pursuing her. When she's ready, she will come around. And that's exactly what happened. I came to him and said, you know what? I'm ready. After he, after he showed me consistently over time who he was, he was who he said he was. He was confident. He was ambitious. He, was, he wasn't going anywhere. All those other men that I was dating felt I, I, they couldn't compete. They could not compete. So they just, you know, eventually I stopped talking to him and he was one. But if he had been one of those guys that said, you know what, forget it. You still want to date and you still doing your thing over there. I'm not interested. I'm going to leave you alone. We would have never been together. Right. And that's how he won the Ava Laura lottery. That's how he got it. I mean, it, it, takes, it takes that confidence. So I and got that, a question, that, though. That, that can work both ways as well. You know, everybody isn't always... People of quality have options. That's yes. how it always was. That's how it always will be. People of quality have. That's why when y'all talking about, I'm I'm sorry, but you know, y'all talking about, yeah, we can go to the park, we can go to a museum, you can do that, but I got options. I'm not going out with a dude that's not spending money on me on the first date. It's not gonna happen. Sorry, <laughs> it's just not. And I'm not a gold digger, but I have a certain lifestyle, and I need to see that the man that I'm dealing with can match. So, so I'm not gonna waste your time. Or my time. If you can't meet my lifestyle, we don't need to go out. So what's the first? And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with I, that. I consider that. I consider the museum meet 
you meet somebody, you walk around, you get some coffee, and if it's going well, like, to me, when you meet somebody and it goes well, it can go on for the longest. Anybody here ever done that? Yeah. You meet somebody. Absolutely. You might, like, uh, you, you might meet them out on a boardwalk. You might be in another city. You meet somebody you've never seen them before. You talk to them. You hit it off. You know, you get you get a drink. Then you go over here. You can end up at a restaurant. You can end up at whatever. But a first date is, is just an initial thing. And it can go really great and last a long time and end up something bigger or or you could be like we're not a, we're not really feeling each other it was nice meeting you and you keep it moving and i think that's just the um i mean i hear what you're saying but what i'm asking you is what what does that entail like so what what restaurant do you need to for your standard be at on a first date see here's the thing right especially like here in the dc area we have a lot of different houses I'm a foodie. I am not a chain food restaurant. So if you come to me like we going to Applebee's, we we all off the break, we we just not gonna go out. I mean, I, I have no idea. I'm not going to Applebee's. Now let me let me finish. Let me finish. That has nothing to do with money. That has everything to do with quality of food. Yeah. There's a lot of independent mom and pop restaurants that you can go to that cost as much as Applebee's or less that is higher quality food. So for me, it's not even about the amount of money, it's about the quality. So if your idea of quality is Applebee's, we're not even on the same page because you don't even know a good restaurant to me. Yeah. A good restaurant doesn't yeah, mean spending think, a lot of I don't money. Think Applebee's is somewhere the kids go after a day at high school. I don't think anybody. That's my point. <laughs> is going, is going. What about, <laughs> hey, what about, what about Sizzler? Sizzler okay, uh, Ava Lord? It's no more. Like. <laughs> you're, just, you're making my point. So it's, no, it's no, not no, about no, the no, amount of said, money. It's, it's, well, this is, this is where I think, this is where I think we're, we're parting ways. And I want us to be clear, especially if we're saying exactly the same thing, right? You're in DC. And that's where I mm -hmm. am most of the time when I'm not here at work, right? So you're in D.C. and we're we're talking about meeting up at somewhere like a Smithsonian museum. We have the finest museums on the planet here. Some of them. I've been to the Louvre, mm -hmm. but I, I think we we can we compete. So we're we meet up and we we're at a museum. We walk to the museum. We get some coffee or stop at the bar, and then we can go to. There, we're in walking distance or an Uber or a car ride of mm -hmm. all of the world's finest restaurants. And we can end up there, but what to me, what you're saying is you're not willing to meet a guy who hasn't promised or hasn't set up one of these, you know, well, you said you're a foodie, so that kind That's of- That's not what I said. Is, but, no, you but said you're not going to a museum. Because we, two of us gave examples. That, that's have. not even what I'm saying. I said, I'm not going out. I said, a guy is going to spend money on me on the first date. I need to see yeah, that he is spending money. We can go to a museum and go someplace else. I like museums. Okay. We have some great museums here. I am not oh, anti-museum. one of the guys who said, I refuse to spend money on a woman on the first date. That was someone else. So, yeah, so I just but, wanted to clarify. That's not what I was saying. But I think that's her option. If that's what, if that's how she, she chooses to date, that's how she chooses to date. Thank you. Yeah. I don't, I don't, 
I don't want us to get I don't want to get twisted what I'm saying and what she's saying. No, it's not. I am, I interpreted what she was saying as in, oh, y'all talking about parks and museums. I ain't going to no park or museum. And even if she did say that, that, that's still her choice. It is her choice. <laughs> but I wanted to clarify that that's what she's saying. And what she's telling oh, you okay. now is that's not, that's not how she meant it. So we're on the, we are on, believe it or not, the same page. That's what I was so saying. It's not. It's not okay. You reiterating my point. There's, there's, there's no beef. Well, then we're, we're, we're on the same point. But what I thought that it was like out of hand because you know when you, when um, like I had to do a lot of dating. I guess I didn't have to. I, I wanted to. Um, before I got into the matchmaking thing, um, I got into. I did a, a lot of dating after my divorce, and it was it was interesting to find new and cool things to do on a date that was that were fun. Because you want to both have fun. So I think we're... Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but I think, like, for me, again, what it comes down to, um, first impressions are everything. And, you know, when I talk to somebody, I'm getting to know them, and they're also getting to know me. I think one of the problems now that I see, and again, this is how I date and what I want, I think that there's so many men now who are so jaded and yeah. not interested in putting their first foot forward because they've been burned and so then they meet somebody like me and they're like well i don't want to go through all that effort because i've done that before and it didn't work out and for somebody like me effort could just be understanding that i'm a foodie and we could go to a cheap eats place but they're known for having the best burgers you thought about that because oh, you know you that's what i like now. So you got to put some effort like for me put some effort into our date. Don't just be like well we're going to go here cuz it's free. That's not going to work. No, no, yeah. No. And, we, and but, Shannon but, and I No, we got that. We got that during my spiel earlier. So we're on the same page with that obviously. Yeah, well the hotel would the hotel would cost a lot though, Ava. It depends on It absolutely going would, but you would be there by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless it's like a five-star restaurant in that hotel, yeah. <laughs> five-star room? No, what if it's five-star room service? Western. Not room service, restaurant. Nah, I am not stepping to the hotel on the first day. Like, I'm spending a lot. This is uh, this setting me back 150 this room. Yeah, the Western on Peachtree has got the sundial, the rotating restaurant. It's definitely, um, <laughs> I mean, it's high price. You get to see the view of the city while it spins around, you know. Very slowly, but it mm -hmm. definitely spins around. You get to see the skyline. It's, 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 it's real nice. Some of those places got mirrors over their beds too. So yeah, that's that's like a motel. Motel Six, when the lights go out, it's all the same, right? Nah, I think, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> I think they say we'll keep the light on for you. Oh, yeah. okay. I, just, I thought it was something like that. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna I'm only on serious. That Ava Laura said when she talked about. Um, meeting her a man meeting her expectation and i think that I, I think that may be part of my problem because i know the work that i've done i know how far i've come and i know what i'm bringing to the table and so I, i'm like i just don't have time for the foolishness so so I, i'm just trying to ask how do you navigate that in in the day and age that we live because like she said they are so some men are so jaded some men don't even want to open a car door because they feel like you know, I'm not doing all that. I'm not going that extra mile. But at the same time, I feel like 
I deserve that because I've done the work and invested in myself and what you're getting is going to be, you know, high quality product. So I, I, I'm, how do you navigate that in this day and age? You gotta, you have to, you gotta dodge that kind of guy, right? Like, yeah. If, that's, yeah. if, if, if the gentleman is not, yeah. if he stopped doing the stuff that his mom and dad taught him, right? Like, then you can't you can't fix that. You can't do anything about that. If he's not opening doors, and and you're the late and you're a lady that likes that, then then that's not compatible. You know, I mean that's 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 not compatible. I mean, some of these dudes don't even know what side of the street they're supposed to be walking on <laughs> when they're with the you're with the woman, dude. Wait a minute, you, you know, gotta be on a certain side. No, right, I'm, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Say, you gonna walk on my left side, and we on the right side of the street. So I'm on the street side because I gotta walk on your left side because you don't want me on your right well, side. Some of them neighborhoods they be shooting, so you it's know. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's even more because you got the new. It's like the wave. Even uh, it's the wave of the um, of equality, and um, I think I've stated on on platforms before. I'm equally southern as I am like East Coast type. You know what I mean? Uh, so. Um, but I was in New York last year, and a woman that I was working with on this um, production, everybody going out later on that night, uh, we went to go to the restaurant, and she was more of the, like, of the equality mindset. I can open my own door type thing, and it really bothered my southern sensibilities to the point where I'm like, listen, I understand, you know, how you feel, but you're just going to have to adhere you won't have to walk on the inside. I do. I feel extremely uncomfortable letting you walk on the side with the traffic. But then there are a lot of, I would say, younger women. Um, my age, I guess my demographic, I'm 35, be 36 soon, and and younger to where everything is, is, is so much different. Like, people don't even want you to hold the door for them. Well, if you hold the door for them, I've seen a situation where a, a guy holds the door for a woman and she calls him thirsty. I'm like, yo, he's, he's just showing you respect. Oh, wow. So it's like, oh. it's even more difficult to navigate because you don't know who is of, I guess, the traditional mindset or who is of the more uh, progressive, liberal type mm -hmm. mindset to where I'm I'm every woman. I will do everything. I will, you know, change my own tire. I will open my own door. I will do. And it's like, well, I want to, I know that you can. I know that you're able. The question is not your ability. But just can you allow me to do <laughs> these things for you? Because it's just me showing a level of respect to you, not me trying to say that I'm ruling over you or more powerful than you are or certain, you know, things. And I, for me, it's just I was just raised a particular way. So I can't. It's difficult to navigate yeah. because even like you, it's women that dart through the door before I even get a chance to grab it. Like, yo, hold on. Like. Or won't wait for me to come open the car door, um, and we'll just get in. I'm like, yo, can you wait for us? Hold on, and I have to kind of, for lack of a better term, I have to check them on it. Like, yo, what do you stop? Get your hand off the door. Oh well, excuse me, I'm my bad. I, I mean, I can open it. I know you can, but that's not what we're doing right now. Um, and yeah, and so yeah, that's the navigation process. I, yeah. I I've been there. <laughs> I've, I've been there and then I've had guys who, you know, were like, well, I thought you, 
you were progressive and a feminist and you didn't want me to do that. And I'm like, uh, no, boo, sorry. I'm not a feminist. I'm a woman. Take care of me. I don't, I don't know where this came from. But so you're right. You have to navigate that. And I think that's part of the communication part of it. I don't think from what I've seen, I think that a lot of people are too afraid to talk about certain issues too soon. Yeah. And when you're dating at a certain age, I'm 43. And so I'm coming in like I've been married. I've been married a long time. I know who I am. I know what I want. I'm not playing games. So exactly. let me let you know these things about me now. now. And then you decide if that's where you are. So if you're not there, we don't ever yeah. have to meet or go out. Like, I don't want to waste your time and I don't want me you to be my time. Absolutely. Right. And I think that we have to be okay with having those communications. You know, I talked to one guy and he said, well, Ava Laura, when you told me on the first date that you wanted to get married and you were still interested in having kids, that scared me off. You know, I think you need to wait till you tell a guy that. And I said, no, I don't need to wait to tell a guy that. I said, you were not the right guy. Because any man who was interested in getting married and having kids will be happy about that. Because right. now we know we're both on the same page. We want to move in the right direction. So we have to be okay with having those conversations immediately. There's why are you waiting to the fourth date, fifth date, you know, three months down the line? We don't have that kind of time. You know, talk about it now. Get it. if this is important to you, discuss it. So now you know we're both on the same page. Great, we can keep moving forward. Or you know what? That's not I'm not interested in that. I'm not holding the door for a woman. I'm not I'm not doing that for a woman. Then you know, next, leave that one alone, go on to the next one. Remember, she, ladies, uh, remember, guys, she is not a feminist or Afrocentric. <laughs> remember that. <laughs> and before Listen, my boo, he opens doors. He will not let me open. And I didn't even ask for all of that. I want to open the door to get out of the car. He won't let me. He's like, what are you doing? You're a queen. Shut the door. He will come around and open the door. I'm like, dude, let me open the door. <laughs> just, yeah, he, yeah, so he, he probably carry you. If to you're the, purposeful and intentional about that, you will get what you want. Now, before uh, uh, I see Shannon uh, Jones in the chat room as well, and Dante uh, is in the what? chat room. Uh, okay, before we get out, I gotta I gotta bring this up. And uh, okay, so we all come into relationships with different quote unquote baggage or whatever you want to call it, right? You know, some might be, some might say, you know, uh, if you have children, some people consider that baggage. If you um, have prior felonies, you know, <laughs> that could be baggage. Um, some could be you got a disease or, you know, uh, that could be some baggage. That's definitely baggage. Uh, it could be that you weren't always a man or a woman <laughs> could be the baggage. That's not baggage. That's deception. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Right. So, so y'all some baggage. So there's a lot of debate. I hear a lot about what you should when. At what point do you tell somebody certain things? Like you know, different things. Some things you would think you would want to you know like right away, right? Other things they're like, no, you don't need to say nothing until you're about to have sex. Um, so if you no. got if you have some like if you have some real serious issues or the person has some real serious issues that could honestly affect whether or not you want to be with them i can understand like when you meet somebody you may not want to say hey look i did eight years you know for uh mail fraud you know you might not want to say that right away when you meet somebody 
but at some point they need to tell you, you know, these kind of things. So, you know, I'm going to Brooklyn. Brooklyn's the expert. When do you share those real serious things? And when do you want to hear it? You know, those I'm talking about, not, you know, not, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I steal Netflix, but I'm talking about like the real serious <laughs> shit. I feel like, you know, I feel like when you are putting yourself out there with dating, you know, you have to be honest, you know, like I don't want to. Um, I don't want to wait to find out some of this information because you <coughs> might not sleep with somebody till the fourth date, but you might kiss them at the end of the second date. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know about the ladies. But I don't think the ladies want to kiss somebody that used to be a woman that they think is a man <laughs> nope. now. Right, right. I, right. I don't want to kiss somebody that, that's, you know, if whatever you're into, that's cool, but I don't want to kiss a, a woman, what I think is a woman that used to be a man. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I don't, I don't want to be involved with someone who has changed their sex. There are plenty of people who do, and blessings to them, but I don't think it's fair to um, to, to do something like that and to withhold that information. Same goes for anything else. I've been um, to prison. That's, that's, that's big news. I don't think you should withhold that from somebody. Right. Now, I, I, I empathize that it's difficult, you know, that anything a disease, you know, seven kids, I, you know, but you should, it, what you got going on is what you got going on. You know right. what I mean? So. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand you, you, you don't want to necessarily put your business out there. Like, just because you meet somebody, you may not want to tell everything, you know, right away. But then some things you're like, I know I would want to know that stuff off the rip, yeah. but I understand why somebody would at least hold on to it just to see, you know, what's going on. But but it's 2019. It's 2019. Yeah. It's 2019. So whatever your issue is, you you damn near have an app or whatever for that. You have a support group. That's that's you real. Other people, you know. That like, is real. You can, you can find a whole app for people yep. who want to date somebody that used to be a different sex. That part. You can yep. find a support group. For people who all yep. have the same diseases, you can find whatever you, so you can. Something is is out there. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is. So, um, you know, it's not to to down anybody, to look down upon anybody else. But mm-hmm. I think that some of that stuff it, it's would get people really upset. Should we ask those questions though? Like, I mean, maybe not. If we, hey, yeah. were you a dude? Maybe not where you do. I see most people put that on their profile, particularly like the sex change thing, because people were getting hurt, like physically hurt. Right. 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 So oh, yeah. most people are not going to withhold that because they're not trying to get beat down. <laughs> so, um, but I think it depends. I've seen both like the sex um, change issue. I've seen people put that out front. I've seen some people prison. I've seen some people put that out front and then I've seen other people you go out on the first date with them and then they tell you and i'm like why you ain't tell me this you know you don't even necessarily have to put that on your profile but why didn't you say that we spoke on the phone mm-hmm. uh, so i'm not even saying you have to put it out to everybody but at least if you talk to that person and you get a feeling talk 
to them. Tell them. Boogie's asking about what about credit score? Do I have to tell? I think I have to. I think you have to tell Ava Laura like the first date with the credit. I think that's the barrier. That's one of the barriers of entry, credit. right? See, I don't want certain things you don't have to ask. I mean, certain things you can start to ascertain for your. Right. Oh, so you you could you could just be like five hundred. <laughs> yeah, so yo, I've been asked. To, um, I've been asked what my credit score was before, like five hundred. There was a um a woman I was interested in, and it was really just for a physical interaction. So I approached her in that manner, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we we were working together in a third capacity. You know, what I mean, I found I, I thought she was physically attractive. And there was chemistry there. I could tell that she thought I was attractive, but it was one particular day. I was just like, you know what? I'm not gonna hold my peace anymore. I'm gonna just, you know, express what I feel. So I did that. There wasn't an immediate reaction. I could tell she was kind of mulling it over. Plus she was a little bit older than me. So I think she was kind of maybe had that little bit of reservation. But um, as I stated, I did have a, you know, can use words in a, in a, in a good alignment. So, um, I think it was like a week or so later we got to talk, and she was like, "You know, what's your credit score?" And I'm like, "My credit score? <laughs> I don't understand why that's relevant." Um, <laughs> it's not prostitution. I'm not even talking about anything long term. I'm talking about you know, smash and dash. You know, what I mean, not even that. Some discreet encounters like this. I wanted some regularity with it. It wasn't I was because uh, I saw her kind of frequently. But I'm like, yeah, why is my credit score relevant? But I think things that you got to go in like or, the order of operations or the order order of importance. If you right. had a sex change, I think that should be top of the list. Um, anything that could uh, be detrimental to my health. Detrimental to my health that could impede progress or right. you know future progress. Say if we want to go and. Yeah, I'm gonna run to be an elected uh, official somewhere, right. and now you've got all of these terroristic threat felonies and all that. Yeah, that's gonna be something I'm gonna need to know because that's gonna affect my chances of running for office, and you know, call my character into question and things of that nature. But certain things, I it was a point I went from one extreme to the other. Um, there was a woman that I was that I was with. First line I met her, I'm talking about sexual exploits. That was probably a little too far, but I was in Ooh. such a place that I'm like, this is who I am, raw and uncut. Hate it, like it, love it, or leave it. You know what I mean? This is who, this is it. You know what I mean? I can't be any more transparent than this. And, you know, we end up, you know, getting together for a while. So I guess in that situation, it worked. But in others, it's just, can be a little off-putting. Like, well, damn, my God, like, slow down. Son. I didn't need to know all of this information <laughs> about you. But, I, yeah, I think it's, order of importance is definitely the uh, phrase of the day. Uh, wait, someone says just uh, Taverse says what makes it so funny Is I don't think y'all realize how real Anthony is being This is exactly how he talks to them LMAO <laughs> Oh, that's I mean, a friend yeah. of yours? That is, that is. No, I believe them I believe it too, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I take people at their word And that's kind of the thing that I, I've been told oh, You're so black and white But I also get it I can't read you. It's hard to read you. Why are you trying to read me? I'm giving you exactly who it is that I am. I understand that it's not maybe the most common thing when you're dealing in dating and people are putting on or flexing or whatever adjective you want to use for the deceptive behavior. But, you know, what I mean, I'm like, I don't have time or the energy to be playing around with you. If this is what I want, then I'll, I'll say what it is that I want. If you 
agree with that and if it aligns with what you want then we can proceed it further but you know other than that even that so i do have a question as far as uh self-awareness as it relates to um women wanting them to um, wanting a man to pursue or chase i don't like the word chase but you know that's semantics um because there was a situation that i was entertaining i wanted to date her um initially she well she made the first play she walked by me and told me she i was cute and then from that i'm like oh yeah i can't you way too fine for me to let you walk by me and just get away with that so you know we started to interact and all that good stuff but she was used to guys behaving you know towards her a certain way she had options she was gorgeous and i expected her to have options but i also had options (laughs) so she would say things to me like you know um you know, it's guys that text me and call me way more than you do. And I was like, man, I can see that because as I'm sitting there with her, her phone is like blowing off the meat rack. Right. And I was like, you you want to know the difference between me and those guys that's calling you? They calling you and I'm, I'm here I'm with here. you. So who's winning? And right. um, something else and she was, I guess, along those same lines. And I was like, listen, yes, I know you fine, but listen, I'm fine too. So what? So what? We on, a, yeah. we on an even playing field. And I think that's good that it was um i don't think she knew how to take that or how to you know receive that because it was like yes i i'm aware of your physical attributes you are attractive you are alluring all of these wonderful things but i know who i am as well and just as you like me there are many other women out here that would like the same attention that we are we are equals at this point so now let's move off it on on this equal playing field because you them dudes out here is pining for your attention and trying to do all these magic tricks to get you to you know to be in your presence i don't have to do that and i shouldn't have to you know i mean that's not to say i I don't need to put any any effort as far as showing my um attraction or showing my desire or my interest towards you but don't make me don't try to put me in the same bubble of these guys that's acting like jesters you know what i'm saying so like right um i guess the basis of my question is like how is that is there a fine line between self-awareness or self-assurance and and cockiness and is that often off-putting um i guess dealing with i guess from a man to a woman i can answer that the issue with the man and the woman thing is 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 that we don't ever we don't ever tell them we have options you see what I'm saying? Because it's not the same. The way that it, the way attraction very often works is that, um, you know, a woman wants, and this is where you get in trouble. Out there, man. This is how, this is where you get in trouble, world. Right? Telling telling a uh, mansplaining what women want with with like four women on the panel. But uh, right. Woman, no, we we listening. We listening. I got your back, bro. Simply put, and it's all. It almost it's, it, the reverse is almost true for men, right? A woman wants the kind of man that other high quality women want, right? And the kind of man that other high quality men would want to be, right? 
that's I don't want to bring yep. it back to the basis of the alpha. But you know, when that woman sees that you're a high quality guy and you meet her standards, even if she, as we discussed that nauseam today, even if she has options herself, you know, um, it's almost kind of rude to everyone to have their phone around with people blowing them up. And you have women, I'm sure you have women hitting you up, but while she's there, you don't have your phone sitting up like that so she can, you know, feel all these women trying to contact you. But it's always inferred. Because if you're a good guy, if you're a man of high quality, then of course you're going to be women who want to get with you. It's, it's literally a natural thing, right? So, um, but if you're telling her, if, if I tell a woman, hey, look, um, you know, a lot of women want to get with you, that's not the same mm-hmm. as, as her, you and her walking down the street even if it's on a first date or a third date or at a party and she sees the attention other women are giving you. Right. She already likes you herself, but she sees right. And you know, um, even if you're with somebody and you're together and you're exclusive, I don't know if any I can't speak to anybody else, but there is there's something nice about getting that confirmation, right, that you made a good pick, that your mm-hmm. taste is as good as you think it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's just a, um... Because don't nobody want somebody that don't nobody else want. Exactly. And so, I don't want you telling me that, because you telling me don't mean nothing. Right. <laughs> that's actually unattractive. So. <laughs> Because everybody's a legend in their own mind. It don't mean everybody else. Right. Can you use a question? Can you use another woman like a bait to get another woman? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome, Artis, by the way. Um, That may backfire. Yeah. Yeah. If you use use Ava Laura, it'll work for sure. (laughs) I'm not going to compete. It never works because of body language, right? If you bring your homegirl to a party to impress another woman or an ex or something, as opposed to bringing a woman genuinely interested in you, the body language will never be the same. You can't just bring, you know, pretty woman X with you and that it it just does not. People. And I'm going to back off because I'm not going to compete. Right. And if she genuinely cares about you, I'm, I'm with Ava Laura. I'm not going to compete. I, I'm, I'm not competing. I'm not going to interfere in somebody else's relationship. I, I'm not going to do that. The thing about a quality woman, too, I don't care what anybody says. I know that you are the only one that I want. Right. If I feel like there's somebody else that you're interested in, so I got other women interested in me, I'm going to back off because I By should be the only one that you want. If you entertain other women and you want other women, I'm not the one for you. I'm going to let you go. So let me complete that. Wait, so hold on, hold on. Time that on, is essentially on, on, what on. the point was. I wanted to take away the power dynamic because I'm like, we shouldn't be having a, a power struggle. Yes, there were other men that were interested in her. She has options, but she picked me. I have options, but I pick you. This is where I want to spend my. This is where I want to spend my time and my energy. And I guess that was the follow up to the rest of that. Um, so, 
sense. The rest of these folks don't matter. That's this, important. This, <laughs> this is where I'm at. So I mean, they can keep calling you, but obviously, if they were more important than what you wanted to try to establish right here, then you'd be answering the phone or you'd be on the phone with them. But that's not right. what you're doing. So you know, but in a situation like that, I would want to know what is it that she feels like she's not getting from yeah, you from that you. she would even need to say that. Right. Because see, I wouldn't even need to say that to you. If you're there with me and we're spending time together, why do I even need to put that in your face? Right. Because that's proof that you're present. You don't need so, to because, because she want him to text her as much as the other people is texting her. Right. Like I'm not I'm not even gonna say that where there's all these other dudes right. testing. I'm gonna say, look, I like you. We're spending time together. I like where this is going. I would really like if we spend more time together or if you give me a little bit more attention. I'm not even gonna bring all that other stuff up. Right. I'm gonna tell okay. you what I want. So I that think part. that was something in her. I think that's something that she was deal is dealing with. That's a simple test. I mean, women don't ever stop. Um even in marriage, women don't ever stop testing uh, men. But that's know, true. We, we, that's true. Know, so that is a simple test, and the only answer to that test is is essentially indifference. You know, it's like you know you because here's the thing about that. The weird thing about that is if you started blowing up her phone and texting her and calling her with the frequency of the guys she does not she wouldn't about, want you then she her her interest level her attraction yeah. mm -hmm. so yeah yep. so here's the so we have to deal not in not in what she's saying but what she is doing what she mm. is doing is spending time with you, with you. and ignoring them and mm -hmm. that's the desired result for you. So the words that the, she wants to see if she can knock you off your center. You're a lighthouse. The ocean is not knocking you off your center. So she wants to see, when I say this, what's his reaction? Your reaction should have been, you know, that's cool. You know, uh, you are texting her as much as necessary to maintain the attraction and have her with you when when you two want to be together. Right. It's already working like a charm. So texting right. her three times as much right. would only ruin it. Man, I ain't got the time for all that. Man, I got jobs and all. You are not available. That is just the reality. No, nah, but I'm saying in that particular space, this is what I was looking to. Now she ended up not being, you know, um, I would say the timing for us just wasn't right. I put it that way. Um, and so uh, ultimately, you know, it didn't, it dissipated. And, but I guess it was the thing is like, man, don't, if you wanted me to act like these other dudes, you wouldn't just like Brooklyn said, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't like me in the first place. Cause I'm not pining for your attention. I'm not doing all these things. I do have a certain level of uh, assertiveness and, and, a shortness in myself and who and how I move, how I operate. Um, even now, when I think somebody mentioned something about a woman being out of somebody's league, I try to, it's guys around me that I tell them, now, I'm like, man, there's no such thing as a woman that's out of my league. She may not be attracted or interested, but out of my league, what does that mean? Um, well, the, the 21st century poet Clifford Harris Jr. once said, two things I ain't seen is this, 
as a UFO and a kick out candy. <laughs> and, and, and what Tip was saying in that poem was that, you know, his level of confidence is just that, of course I deserve you. We deserve each other. You know, I mean, it's nothing but jealousy and weird stuff and stalking happens when somebody feels that the person they're with is way out of their league or I don't even believe in the leagues, but, you know, it's someone that they don't deserve to be with. You have you will ruin the relationship yourself if you feel like you don't deserve that person. Definitely sabotage I, I, I love Real it. I love it when people um, say people's government name, the rapper's government name, when quoting them. Uh, it's pretty right. dope. I like that. Uh, uh, yes, that was Ti. That was Ti. <laughs> All right. I want to thank this panel. You guys were awesome. We got to do a part two to this. Uh, it was a really, really great. Uh, I'm going to start off with the ladies. Uh, starting off with uh, you, Tracy. How can people get you in social media? And tell us um, about your podcast. Okay. Um, um, social media. I am Tracy J. Caver. I also have a brand, Living Beneath His Shadow. I have a, a Friday Chronicles that comes on Facebook. It comes on the Facebook Live on Friday at 4 p.m. I also have a radio broadcast, inspirational broadcast, that comes on Also Smooth Radio on 8 a.m. Thursdays as well as Tuesday morning. also have a Living Beneath His Shadow blog, which is livingbeneathishadow.wordpress.com. You can reach me at all of those living beneath the shadow Instagram, Facebook, blog, radio station. That's it. All right, all right. Ava Laura, how can we get you in social media? When are we going to uh Spain? And tell everybody about that as well. I know I'm going with you, right? You got me you're gonna put me in your luggage. I'm gonna pack you on my luggage, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very easy to find. Um, there's only one Ava Laura, so I am I am Googleicious. You literally just type in A V A L A U R A. You will find me. My website is avalora.com. All my social media is avalora something or other. So if you just put in Ava Laura, you will find me. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, everywhere. Um, and as far as Spain, uh, Black Women Leaders Retreat in Spain, October. 28th, November 3rd, we are unwinding and unplugging in Spain. Um, it is going to be absolutely amazing. Um, first class luxury retreat experience. I'm really excited about that. Um, if you just hit me up at avalora.com or all social media, I can give you all the details for that. But it is happening in October. So um, come on out. And I have a number of other projects going on. But again, go on social media, avalora or find me on the website, avalora.com. Um, you will get plugged into everything that I'm doing. And as I said, Ava Laura is one of my favorite black people ever. So <laughs> for sure, man. I, I love Ava Laura. She's an amazing human being. And, and Kente is awesome. I met him in person when I went to California, and he is even more awesome in person. That's right. That's right. I like that. I'm going to actually edit that part out, and I'm going to play it at the beginning of each episode. But uh, let's go <laughs> to Brother Brooklyn, who's another one of my favorite black folks. Uh, how can we get you in social media? And um, are you doing any podcasting again, man? Because, you know, I'd love to hear you and Steph uh, do your thing. And I'm like, you know, man, we got to hear those pearls of wisdom, man. Right now, I'm, I'm trying to concentrate on finishing this book. Um, I should have it. I will, I will have it done and printed by this summer. You can reach me on Twitter at Brooklyn PCB. You can reach me on Facebook at Brooklyn Taylor. Um, 
Instagram, King underscore underscore Brooklyn, and also uh, Tumblr and WordPress at Brooklyn Taylor Tech. Oh, also YouTube. I have a YouTube channel called Brooklyn Taylor Tech. Um, it's car stuff. It is dating relationship stuff, um, life stuff. So check that out too. And thank you. Thank you so much, you guys, for having me tonight. And and, and and yeah, follow this brother on um, Instagram. If you're not following him on Instagram, he he always doing really cool stuff. I see him with his homies and the cars and all of that. I, I love it, man. I, I be checking you out, man. So make sure you follow this brother on Instagram and uh, check out whatever he, he does, man. All right. And now, uh, Anthony, how can people get you on social media? I know you have a show coming up uh, that you're about to start pretty soon. And uh, uh, tell us how we can get. Get to, get close to you. So, um, everything for me is pretty much the same. Uh, Twitter, I just hopped back on Twitter, so I'm getting, you know, the, the dust off of that. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, not so much because, you know, I'm not really on it like that. But it is free for real, spelled F R E E P H A R E A L. Just do that all one word Twitter, IG, Snapchat. Um, all that good stuff. I do got a show coming up. Um, it's going to be about guns, Second Amendment, you know, uh, but it's more so uh, less of my affinity and love for guns uh, and more so just kind of like the educational things because I'm working on this year becoming a, a state certified firearms instructor. Uh, me being prior military, um, Army, combat veteran, all that good stuff like that. So um, I think that we should be educated on proper ways to use maintain carry um just it's a myriad of information that needs to be had as a gun owner um to keep people safe and from having um negligent discharges and things of that nature and also just the legal aspect based on you know state to state there are certain things that people just don't know and even more so black people don't know how to function in a society that is gun carrying but kind of being afraid to because of the you know latest political climate and things of that nature so uh that will be coming i'm gonna say about a month i'm still working out some details and getting things situated so i'm looking at may 1 so that can be the launch date working on some things but that's what's um yeah free for real that's me and yeah you'll see a lot of other things coming from me as well and and fellas be careful those negligent uh discharges (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and Artis, you hopped in here. Uh, what? Uh, how can people get you, Artis? <laughs> Artis L. Sanders on all social media. Wow. Um, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. That's the gold guy, Artis. Yeah. Um, I'm be launching my social media marketing company um, in the next few months, and I'm relaunching my health and wellness business, help people lose weight and feel great. Get their life sexy back. That's right. Get that sexy back. All right, Artis. All right. And definitely, last but not least, my wonderful co host, the lady who loves tacos, Shannon. How can we get you in social media? When is that book coming out? Uh, And uh, any other things you need to share with the class? Um, You can find me on IG, Twitter, and Facebook, Shannon Ford. Like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like the president. I am the only one of my kind, so um, you should have no problems finding me. 
um, the book, Dismantling Daddy Dysfunctions and All the Men I Loved After Him, should be out um, end of May. Um, all my other books, they are poetry. There's five of them. You can get those on Amazon.com under the name Shannon Ford Jefferson. And besides this lovely podcast, um, I'm branching off into some other podcast ventures this summer. Um, a Set Apart Woman will be a podcast for women by women. Um, and then hopefully me and Anthony will be doing our R&B segment, kind of like a Quiet Storm remix. Oh, okay. That's what's up. R&B. Um, and uh, now you're covering next week's show, right? What's the topic? I'm covering next week's show? I thought you said you was. You talking about like next Monday? Yeah, next Monday. Yeah, I got you. Oh, okay. So you don't have it yet? <laughs> All right. It's about you. About me? Oh, I love that show. That's going to yes. be my favorite show of the year. It's going to be the dating game. We're going to hook you up. Okay. Um, <laughs> some lucky ladies get to go to Sizzlers with me. That's awesome. Um, uh, also, we're going to be uh, the after show is going to be at Get Vocal. Um, it's already in there. So uh, make sure that you guys step on by. Uh, you can get me at Kente F on Twitter. Kente Ferguson at uh, Instagram. And of course, the website is IndieRadio.org. That's I-N-D-Y Radio.org. Thank you for all that listen. You guys have a great rest of your week. God bless. My life is like a browser with 25 open tabs. I have kind of a constantly plugged in thing. Any interruption could jeopardize the whole operation. So I got my internet service from AT&T because their customers rated their service number one in reliability over cable. For $40 a month, I can get up to 100 megabits per second internet so I can stay up to date on the latest stuff going on in my world. It's soothing to know AT&T internet is rated number one in reliability over cable. It helps me maintain my low stress thing. AT&T internet customers rank their service number one in reliability over cable. Switch and get up to 100 megabits per second for $40 a month. Limited availability may not be available in your area. Check eligibility at att.com slash internet. AT&T. More for your thing. That's our thing. New approved customers only. Includes internet plans 10 to 100 megabits per second. Early termination fee and other charges and restrictions apply. Speeds not guaranteed and may vary. Claim based on 2018 ACSI survey of customers rating their own internet provider's performance and reliability of speed and service consistency. My life is like a browser with 25 open tabs. I have kind of a constantly plugged in thing. Any interruption could jeopardize the whole operation. So I got my internet service from AT&T. Because their customers rated their service number one in reliability over cable. For $40 a month, I can get up to 100 megabits per second internet, so I can stay up to date on the latest stuff going on in my world. It's soothing to know AT&T internet is rated number one in reliability over cable. It helps me maintain my low stress thing. AT&T Internet customers rank their service number one in reliability over cable. Switch and get up to 100 megabits per second for $40 a month. Limited availability may not be available in your area. Check eligibility at att.com slash internet. AT&T. More for your thing. That's our thing. New approved customers only. Includes internet plans 10 to 100 megabits per second. Early termination fee and other charges and restrictions apply. Speeds not guaranteed and may vary. Claim based on 2018 ACSI survey of customers rating their own internet provider's performance and reliability of speed and service consistency.